chores. Chores. So we live in an amazing era. Do we? Yeah. Who um, didn't live in an amazing era? Huh. That's a good question. Who didn't live in an amazing era? Who lived in like a not a not a amazing time? Well, is it boring? Is that what it means? Well, I mean, well, when would you? Okay. Here's a here's a not amazing era, and this probably applies to a lot of things. Uh, the life that your parents and their parents and all the previous generations anyone can ever remember. And the life you're going to live is exactly the same, meaning nothing changes. And one of the things I think I appreciate about the modern age is like, and actually, so like, you know, my grandmother can tell the story of when they got uh, indoor plumbing on the farm. So for example. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and electricity too. Like she, when she was growing up, they didn't have electricity. They didn't have plumbing. I forget which one they got first, but it was like, hmm. oh, what? No. So they lived in town and they moved out to the farm when she was like five and she had both electricity and plumbing in town and they moved out to a farmhouse that had neither one. Oh wow yeah so she she has, she has she has a memory of this being a kid and she's like okay so we have an outhouse so you got to go out to the outhouse and then they got either plumbing or you know when she was like 10 they got one and when she was 15 they got the other one um but you know it's a farmhouse in missouri um but the point is she now lives in an era with facetime yeah and she grew up in an era before electricity so that's that's, cr- that's, that's a pretty big swing yeah and meanwhile you know you and I grew up in an era before the internet existed. And here we are a couple decades later and we have supercomputers in our pockets. And a couple of decades from now, we will be having this same delta of like, can you believe that back in 2018, they didn't have teleportation or whatever the thing is, right? Mm. It'll, be, it'll be that kind of, just that that's how technology works. So we're growing up assuming that the world that our, that it used to be that the world that, you, um, that your kids grew up into is a little bit different from the world that you grew up into. Right? Yeah. That's like the story of the boomers or whatever. But now it's like the world of five years from now is different. And pretty soon it'll be the world a year from now. Like, it just keeps speeding up. Right, so um, when wouldn't it have been an amazing time to be alive? So, you know, 500 AD. Right. Not, not much changes from generation to generation. Or, yeah, we're talking about, like, technology. Yeah, uh, but also I, I just mean, the, you know... Quality of life or standard of life or what the experience and, and is, the lived the, experience of... The lived, right. The lived experience of, uh, uh, of a... Re- but... Again, this is based on almost no knowledge. I know. Um, yeah, we, this, neither this of us are historians. Is, yeah. Right? yeah. But, but I mean, but like the, so the average person in 500 AD, right. you know, uh, you know, but they're still. It's probably a farmer. Yeah, it's probably a farmer, but it's still someone who uh, ex- will uh, ha- probably experienced love, probably experienced jealousy, right. probably experienced anger. You have, you have and the hate human experience, and, you know. but it's within the context, it's within a particular social context. And so much of the way we experience life comes from. Um, the social constructs. So things like um, what kind of culture are you in? What role does religion play? What role does government play? What role does family play? What what are the what are the powerful forces in your world? Yeah. So you know the degree to which your culture, um, you know, it, it, you you read any amount about the the different ways that families were um, constructed or the way that you are expected to, you know. The, for, so for example, the immense role that the Catholic Church played. To the degree that we can almost, it's, it's almost unimaginable. Mm. Um, and now, you know, religion is a thing that people casually ignore. Like, that's something that somebody from that era couldn't even imagine. The well, idea it's the early days of the Catholic Church, but they, I'll take your point. At the, uh, the, 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 yeah, so the set and setting of, of the cultural experience in which you live was important. I want to know, what was funny in the year 500? Right. Like, what were the jokes they what told? What was the jokes, right? Because we're still social. Yeah. We still have the same, we basically have the same hardware. Like, we are yeah. biologically almost identical to people back then yeah were the same things fun did they have you know did they have their equivalent of what's the deal with airplane peanuts yeah did they have irony um surely right really like, yeah um 
I think, you know, yeah. I, to me, that's a, that's a. I'm going to know the history of inherent. comedy. Like, and I don't mean like, you know. <laughs> Starting in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or, or. The brick wall and the, yeah. and the, and the blazer. <laughs> Uh, you know, or, or even like, you know, vaudeville or whatever. I mean, right. I mean, I mean, what was seriously, what was funny? You seriously. Know, what was funny? You in, know, what were the jokes of, of, of hundreds of years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wish I could pull out some examples and tell you that, uh, yeah. but I don't know. But, but speaking of uh, what's funny, chores, chores what was the topic, uh, that we, that's what, the topic that we were getting back to. So the thing about chores is it's easier. I find to do chores these days because of technology and uh the way our world works now yeah i remember reading somewhere that like um if you look at the 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 daily routine of mostly women not that long ago 1500 years ago how much of their time was spent on like laundry like laundry took up a ton of just um the you know labor so much that when the washing machine came along um people assumed in the kind of the, the in the in the rise of appliances in the in the middle of the 20th century, they're like, oh, people of the future will just you know luxuriate with all their free time. Right. And it's like, well, no, actually, they'll replace that with other work. But um, so much manual labor around just laundry or just you know, have you ever done dishes by hand? It takes yeah. it takes time. So imagine if like everything you're doing is got to be done by hand. That's gonna be that's your whole day. Yeah. Uh, and now you're right. We 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 have the f- good fortune that we don't ha- you don't have to make food, right? Yeah. You press a button on your phone and someone brings you food. Right. But well, that's just technology and labor, right? Um, no, yeah. But that's my point. It's like you don't have to do a lot of things by hand that throughout most of human history, um, people had to do by hand. Yeah, if you I, wanted food, you had to make it. If you wanted you know, if you know, wanted anything done, you had to do a handmade version of that. So I, I had this thought when watching Downton Abbey. Did you watch Downton Abbey? I've seen it. Um, so the, this whole n- notion of uh, upstairs, downstairs, yeah. and, and the, the, the people, the staff, the staff and, and how much staff you need for right. uh, to, to maintain to, this, to maintain this big estate, and to put on the meals, and to keep the grounds going, and everything else. And I realized that I'm, uh, you know, not an aristocrat. In uh, you just realized uh, that, or, uh, yeah, I'm not. This while is, watching Downton Abbey. It's, it is while watching Downton Abbey that I You're realized. Like, wait a second. Wait a minute. Something. I am not an early 20th century aristocrat in mm-hmm. uh, in in Britain, but uh, I do have uh, as a working professional in New York City. Uh, you know, I have access to a lot of the um, end results that an aristocrat in the early in uh, down like, like, like the outputs I the out yeah exactly. right. so I I can I push a button and my food arrives right your, your um, servants your 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 just-in-time servant brings you cooked food yeah right um, and to uh, your to your uh, or specification yeah and and we you know you live in an uh, elevator building now that has a package room and I have people that receive p- deliveries right. and then bring them up and it's 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 really amazing and uh, we use you can you can press a button and have somebody uh, push a button transport a, you to wherever you ask them to to, to, to take you yeah and I, I push a button and my groceries are delivered right. to me uh, sometime later and right and um, you, you so but you don't have for example somebody who makes your bed uh, I don't have somebody that makes my bed but no. you do have someone who washes your clothes I do have somebody I do drop off laundry yeah I mean, yeah uh, that's an interesting I, difference because you live a pretty what i think of as a relatively routine you know it's not like you have a massive apartment you have a relative you, you just have like a what a, a regular apartment right in a but it happens to be in manhattan so it gives you access to in you know it happens to be in manhattan in the 21st century right so you have at at at, at your disposal um 
resources. Conveniences. The conveniences that I have are pretty astounding. Mm. Right. Um, and so what's due chores, to technology and and our labor market right. too, quite frankly. So what? Right. So when it comes, to, so I just think this idea of chores. So is I, funny don't do, because, I don't do my laundry or my right, dry cleaning. Right. Um, do you clean I, your bathrooms? Uh, we do occasionally, but we do have a you have somebody who does a, 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 someone who comes, but we clean in between. Uh huh. Um, and I rarely cook my own food. <laughs> Let's just right. I'm going to be honest. I I sometimes once or twice a week I'll, I'll cook, but um, and. Yeah, and then other other things like other, and you, I then I push a button, and the things that I need come to my 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 dwelling. Right, they, or, like, yeah. I, I I don't do much shopping. You know, I uh, yeah, they come to you. They come to me. Yeah, and so it is really astounding. And then I you know I have a uh, I don't have somebody that dresses me. And actually, recently I had a fundraiser where I had to wear a black tie. And yeah, like I had to wear get, you know get out the cufflinks and all. Right. Like, oh, I really could use a valet. Yeah, to, to it, somebody to help you get dressed. This is yeah. well, and it's funny when you think like oh, having someone dress you. Like on first blush, it seems like such a funny luxury until you think about what they're putting on. Because if you're just putting on a dress shirt and jeans, that's very different than if you're putting on what, what we would consider very formal wear as a as a as your costume. That's you right. know, the reason it was called morning dress is because you put it on in the morning. Yeah. And so it's like all these pieces, the cuff, you know, everything there, and you you need you know, it helps to have somebody. Right. But still, the outputs. Right. Well, um, yeah. But the idea of chores is interesting because I, I I'm differentiating chores from. Chores to me strikes me as, as a as a term applied to a job that you are compelled to do almost against your will, or or that you are compelled to do that you that you don't want to, you don't want to do. You'd prefer yeah. not to do it. Well, growing up, we had a chore wheel. That's, we had a right. chore chart. That's what I mean. It's, yeah. it's associated with kids, children. Yeah, it's, it's like a, yeah, we we he, and we it was rotate and like whose turn is it to uh to there's some chores that were all like I was always the the table setter for okay. whatever reason, but then it was whose turn is it to wash the dishes? How whose turn is it to take out the trash? Whose turn is it to you know feed the dogs? Mm-hmm. Or I forget I forget all the different. But and we there had was a rotation. rotation. Yeah. And then we had it when I lived after college at a volunteer program mm-hmm. associated with AmeriCorps. It's called Judge of the Volunteer Corps. And I lived in a group home with uh, – there were eight of us who had just graduated college. And we all lived together in Seattle and worked in different um, human service organizations. But we lived together in a communal living situation. As a, yeah. as a, and so we had to cook our meals together. We, yeah. And, and, as, a commu- uh, as a communal as a commu- group yeah, of eight. We, every meal. And we had – it was one of the principles of the, of the program was simple living. So we had a very limited food budget and very hmm. – uh, uh, you know, we, 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 yeah, we just had to cut costs uh, where where we could, and um, and we had a chore wheel, and it was oh, like really? very, yeah, it was it was intense. Was it, it was, a, was it, this this doesn't this sounds like not not super fun. It was like the it was like the real world, uh-huh. like MTV real world, but for a year, and uh, no one was filming it, and it wasn't luxurious, uh-huh. uh, and we were uh, in poverty, uh, but. <laughs> Uh, but it was probably the best year of my life. Too. Really? Oh yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. Did uh, you stop being polite? I, I I was just real. Okay. Um, but no, but the chore wheel was a big piece of it too. And yeah. It was like, and you know when you didn't do your end of the bargain, right? You know, it was. Well, we. This is reminding me of my freshman year. I had a. I was in a triple. So it was me and two other people, two other guys. One of whom I became friends with, and we we were roommates for other years. But the third guy was this. It was he was sort of notoriously messy hmm. and um his expectations around what clean was and you know basic tours like somebody should clean the bathroom like this is a small it's a room with a bath you know it's a it's a it's a not super nice dorm room and it was like you know throw away your food that's on your desk you know what i mean like yeah. he so he would have like uneaten food he would have like you know put all your laundry in a laundry basket and you know 
clean it up once in a while. Don't let a mountain of dirty laundry pile up. Yeah. And and he had, he had no problem with a whole bunch of um, behaviors that we thought were gross. Uh, where, and so we tried to create a chore schedule, and it just never happened. Oh, yeah. And so then one time he, um, it's a long story, but he broke his hand. And as a result, he had a cast. And to take a shower, he had to put a, a bag on the cast. And to tape the bag on his cast, he needed help. So that meant that between the two of us, we had a pretty accurate um, gauge of how often he took a shower. <gasps> oh. Which I, there, was a, there was a sort of like, um, you know, end of a midpoint of the movie style moment where we were it was just the two of us in the room i said uh so how has it been uh helping i won't say his name uh put on put the bag on his uh, on his cast and he said oh i thought i thought you were doing that i thought you were doing that bum 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 <laughs> when's the last time you helped him when's the has he is that why he hasn't been is that why he smells and it's like you know it's like once a week or yeah. something like Ugh. that it was like way way less than a person God, should be showering to, have to hand it to him as huh? a oof yeah yeah um so Here's the, the I had a I, I, I after college uh, had a, a sh- couple different roommates living in the East Village and uh, one situation I had uh, two friends of mine from college a guy and a girl and um, the, the 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 girl the woman was great she was a great roommate uh, still friendly with her um, we weren't close but friendly with her um, but she had a different conception of what it mean meant to be clean than mm. I did uh, right and yeah. and, and uh, um, I think, you know, so that's when I realized that everybody's on a spectrum. Oh, yeah. And I'm somewhere on that spectrum that Where I... Where would you put yourself So on, on, you know, dirty to clean? I am... Keep I, in mind, the spectrum is defined by what most people... It's not an absolute scale, it's a relative scale. It's a relative scale. So I think um, I'm, I'm where, somewhere in the middle. Okay. So Just I, kind of average. I, I think I'm average. Okay. I, I And I also appreciate, like, I'm more of a tidy than mm. clean. Yeah. So this is an interesting difference because... I tend to be more of a tidy than clean. Like clutter bothers bothers me more than um, dirt. Yeah. And my wife is very sensitive to dirt. Like yeah. she wants things to be clean. Like you know, wipe it off, vacuum it, clean it. You know, lack of crumbs, lack of dirt, which I certainly appreciate. But even to this day, I'm obviously I've I've, I've been influenced by her, and I'm I'm cleaner now than I used to be. But even now, she she thinks it's funny when I don't notice things that are dirty. And she, because yeah. they're glaringly that, obvious. To right, her. right. And that, that's, and I had that conversation with my former roommate where I said, you know, you might see me sitting there, obliv- and that that I'm that I am sitting there in what you see to be filth, mm-hmm. and that I must be just like violating your conception of what is proper. Right. And it just means I just am uh, unaware of. We we don't have the same level of attention yeah. that should be focused on well, it's like certain cleaning tasks, and what, so like I and don't and point it out to me. Feel free, but don't think that I'm willfully right. You're doing you're not, you're like not trying doing to violate right. your norms yeah. of cleanliness. I'm just not just aware the, of your norms and her norms are different. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's interesting. This idea of set points, the idea of norms. You know where what you consider standard. Um, something I've I've been thinking a lot about is. Um, for a long time, I walked around with the the definition of introvert-extrovert as where you recharge, right? Do you recharge with people or do you recharge by yourself? And I read recently that a, uh, or a proposal of a different definition of introvert-extrovert or what that spectrum is really measuring. And it's more <laughs> about what is your set point for stimulation, <laughs> which is to say, you know, what do you consider normal? Because 
being in a social environment is a highly stimulating environment. It's stimulating to interact with a fellow human. You're paying attention to them and their reactions and, and, and their reactions to you and, and your behavior. And it's this kind of feedback loop. It's very, um, we have, you know, social wiring in our brains. To, it's very, very stimulating. Uh, and then being by yourself is a less stimulating environment. And so somebody who's an extrovert, their set point for what they consider normal is higher. Mm. And so when they're alone, they feel kind of underhydrated and they want more stimulation. And then when, they ha- when they're with people, it's like, yeah, this is what I want. This is normal. And so for an introvert, when they're alone, they're like, this is great. This is about my level. And there's, there's a whole spectrum there. And I thought that's really interesting because then it's less about being with people or not with people. It's just that happens to be the most, the biggest contrast in the experiences that we have that'll trigger a stimulating or an unstimulating environment is just whether or not you have to engage with people. Like that is a pretty big mm. um, swing between something that is stimulating and not is yeah. whether or not there's a person in the room that you are expected to engage with. Huh. And then that, that, that's your, that's your set point. But it's like, that's not the only set point you have is just like level of stimulation of a scenario. It's also how clean is the room or other characteristics you might like about your in- in- environment. Okay. Next topic.